E equals MC squared. Cracked open the universe for us. Hello, I'm your podcaster, Sophia Suk. You're listening to Queer Mystical Jesus. Welcome to the podcast. Today, all over America, there are protests happening in response to the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade. There's a lot happening. Um, We're still in a pandemic. Um, School shootings. You know, the, the fight for gun control. The fight for trans rights. Uh, you know, and there are very specific things, attacks that are happening. State legislatures are attacking and persecuting American citizens. Um, and that should not be here in this country. And yet it's happening. Um, so many things are crumbling. There was, you know, and right now the the January 6th insurrection hearings are going on. So many things are happening that it's easy to say that they're unbelievable. It's very true to say that they're unprecedented. We're tired of that word, but it's a fact. But it's 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 a little bit hard to bear. It's a little unbearable because it's happening one after the other, one after the other. And the feeling is like buildings collapsing and crumbling on top of each other. You know, you thought it was bad that one building collapsed on you and you're trying to dig your way out and another building falls on top of you and you're trying to dig your way out of that and another building falls on top of you and it feels like hope is being buried alive and suffocated and is ready to be snuffed out. Many of us are tired. Many of us are fired up. But the overall feeling that I think we all share is that there's this great feeling of hope being buried alive. And I use that ghoulish term because that's what it feels like and because that's what is happening. Some people are feeling blind rage. All kinds of emotions. But we cannot let fear have the last word. We cannot freak out. 
we have to know something, something deep in our bones. We have to know something. Not for us to just trudge on or continue on, but for us to arrive at the future. That's fighting to be birthed. We need to know that E equals MC squared. Here's what I mean. We all know this deep down. There's some kind of base uh, I'm trying to like there's a, 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 a formula, there's a, a, a principle, there's, there's a core, there's an, uh, an energy, there's a reality that is at the bottom of reality. That's at the base of foundation of everything, of all existence. I know this sounds very mystical and metaphysical, and, but it's true, we know this. The way E equals MC squared kind of unlocked a lot of things for the world of physics back in the day. There is something about the way reality works. There is something about the way everything churns that we need to be reminded of. And it's this. At the core of reality, at the center of it all, at the bottom of it all, at the base of it all, there's this principle at work like, like the core of the earth spinning that makes life possible, like the, the fusion, the nuclear fusion that's happening at the center of stars that makes life possible. There's something at the center of all reality that makes this whole thing possible, and that is this. Burial, death, Resurrection. Burial. Death. Resurrection. It happens in a very literal sense with seeds. You bury the seed. The seed dies to itself. It breaks open. It no longer, it's no longer what it was. But it becomes something much more. It becomes a tree that can bear fruit. And that's the future of the seed when it bears fruit. You bury it, it dies, new birth happens. Living things happen this way too. Human beings, mammals. You take the seed, DNA, you take molecules, you take all that stuff, Let, let, let's stick with this ancient metaphor, because the way the ancients described this was the seed, just like a plant seed, is buried in the earth, the human seed is buried in the depth of the earth, is what they would say poetically, meaning the womb, the uterus. And in that burial... Out of that comes new life and new births. But before that new life and new birth, there's labor. And that's the death process. It feels like a kind of death. 
But why do human beings go through it? Because it's death, sorry, it's burial, death, resurrection, or new birth. That's how everything works. That's how stories are told. That's how stories are told. Every story, every movie, every novel that makes you feel like you've been on some kind of emotional journey that gives you a feeling of of cathartic release at the end is one where you've gone through burial, death, and resurrection. Where the characters go through a journey of death, burial, and new birth. And, and, and it's the burial, it's the struggle, it's the death process of their ego, what have you, that, that, that brings them enlightenment, that brings them treasure, that brings them whatever, new life, new birth, and that is what causes transformation. And that is what brings us, the audience, the readers, the viewers, satisfaction. That's why even when we're pursuing relationships, there's the pursuit. Every argument, every fight is a mini death. (laughs) And every reconciliation is a mini resurrection. It's a new birth. The relationship gets redefined. The relationship gets another layer of strength. The relationship gets another layer of new life. Burial, death. Resurrection. What's happening now? That feeling of hope being buried alive. We can't take this anymore. Things are going to die. I want to remind us all. That there's a teller of a story. That there is something beyond this. That we're headed towards something. That history is headed towards somewhere. And I believe that's a new life. Historians say that before the uh, the quote-unquote, dark ages went away and gave birth to the Enlightenment, there was the bubonic plague, the Black Death. Pandemics seemed to uh, throw history out of kilter, and it seems to bring humanity to the next level. It raises our consciousness. I mean, even just from a very practical level, things like public sewage. That came after the Black Death. We realized uh, we, we need a better system. There are new systems being birthed out of the ashes of the old one through and out of this coronavirus pandemic. And the, if you think about it, the exciting thing is that that's one area of transformation But there's another area of transformation happening. And that's 
the way we human beings decide to structure our society. Something new is coming into play. Something new is being birthed. The job market is changing. The way companies are treating their employees are changing. There's movements of, 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 of the UBI happening, the universal basic income, uh, in the face of the oncoming onslaught of artificial intelligence and, you know, robot labor. It sounds like science fiction, but it's not. It's a very real thing. What happens when human labor becomes meaningless? What happens when human labor becomes needless? What happens to the value of work? Does, it, does that mean we let everyone starve if, you know, like, is the only option to put a chip in your brain in order for you to compete with the robots? <laughs> Again, that's not science fiction anymore either. There are companies pursuing that technology. There's so many things on the horizon that's poised to transform our world. That's poised to either kill us or lift us up to a new plane of existence. And by that I mean not just a new level of consciousness, for example, a greater acceptance of human diversity when it comes to gender and sexuality, and that's just one area. But this transformation can be very practical, like the invention of sewage systems. Uh, like the dawn of the internet. Changed everything. There is something up ahead. There are lots of things up ahead. But in order for those things to come in and be given birth to, in order for those things to shift and transform us and lift us up, things need to move out of the way. So, it feels like hope is being buried alive. But I want us to remember as we fight that it's not treasury. I want us to remember that even as we acknowledge that hope feels like it's being buried alive, I want us to recognize that that only means that it's being ready to be transformed into something new, that there is something new that's about to be birthed, that there is new life about to sprout. Death, burial, resurrection. Let me close with this. We talked about stories being true this way. We talked about 
seeds and fruits being like nature being true this way. We talked about, you know, the way human character grows is true this way. And for me, as a Christian, I think it's very fascinating that the story of Jesus reflects this as well. Where Jesus is literally, uh, where Jesus literally dies, is buried, and is resurrected. That's the story, right? But what's the significance? According to Christian tradition, Jesus is reality. Jesus is ultimate reality. Jesus is creator. Jesus is, you know, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. What's he claiming? He's saying, I'm ultimate reality itself. Well, what's at the bottom of ultimate reality? Love. God is love. That's a phrase from the scriptures. God is love. Jesus is saying, I am love. The way, the truth, and the life, meaning the very basic stuff of reality. Jesus is saying, that's who I am. And, and his story says, when you look at his story, the way that reality works is it's death, burial, resurrection. Whether you're going through a season in your personal life where you're f where everything feels like it's dying away, something's leaving you, something's disappearing, something inside of you is changing, whether uh, there's that personal level of transformation of death, burial, resurrection, I want us to look forward to resurrection. On a societal, societal level, we're experiencing a kind of death and a burial and a resurrection. I want us to look forward to resurrection. Some people are angry. The old ways of patriarchy are, have lost their grip and power. And so they're doing this final death rattle that's destructive to so many of us. That's destructive to themselves, even. If only they could recognize that instead of holding on to the dying seed, you're supposed to let it die. And you're supposed to look forward to the new thing that's coming. And so we see these patterns in nature, with food. We see these patterns with the way reproduction works. We see this pattern with, uh, even with plants and animals, right? Animals die, we fertilize our, our, our corpses, fertilize the land, and plants grow out, blah, 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 right? After a volcano explodes, everything, the ash kills everything, but then it makes the soil rich, and then it regrows everything. It's, it's, it's death, burial, resurrection. Death. We see it everywhere. We see it everywhere. 
because I want us to hold on to that. I want us to remember that. We know this in our bones that that's the way things work. And that means that history has headed somewhere amazing. And the one who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The one who said, I am who I am. The one who said, I am love. Died. Was buried. And was resurrected. That's the story. That's base reality. That's the great revelation. That's the great hope. That's the great power. That's the great magic. That's every story. That's every reality. And I hope you stick around to experience it again and again. I hope you stick around to live through it. I hope you stick around to see the new life that's coming. We live in extraordinary times. We live in unprecedented times. We live at the precipice of a new era. We really do. And I want all of us to walk into this future together.